Hello? Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Oh, I'm tired. But I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I've, I've hit a wall this weekend. <laughs> Fair. That's, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. Welcome to 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm your host, Bren, and we are week eight of the podcast. And this week we're going to be talking about self-care when you are girl bossing it, when you are starting up a business and you are pouring yourself into something you're excited and passionate about and making sure that you carve out some time um, to keep yourself fueled and um, sane and all those fun things that should probably be part of your daily routine. So here's a conversation with my good friend Caroline who gave me this great topic this week. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) So good. We're doing it twice. (laughs) I know. And we have a third one in the pipe. So like, we're just, yeah, keep them coming. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm working more on your uh, stuff than my stuff at the moment. It's great. I'm like brainstorming for you and forgetting about me. But that's okay. And doing market research. It's just, yeah, keep it up. I'm going to have to put you on payroll (laughs) too. And there is a payroll <laughs> to speak yeah, of. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Well, that's <laughs> part of what, yeah, that's the thing. At the moment, it's all just the love of it, right? Yeah, it's true. Well, and this topic is perfect for both of us. So um, Caroline's back and she's come with a great topic because um, we are both in the middle of starting businesses and that process has pretty much taken over um, our lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, to the point where um you know if you're if you're doing something that is just you know starting from scratch there's just everything needs to get done so it's about setting I guess goals for yourself as well as boundaries but how do you practice self-care and be an entrepreneur at the same time is it possible to do it that's the question that's the uh yeah. I think that's sort of the the secret formula. Balance is not something that's uh um what do you call it that's a um priority for a lot of people when it comes to building a brand or a startup or things like that. It's often um it's I hate the word but it's like it's all about the hustle and the grind. If I read one more article that talks about, you know, don't stop hustling and a Gary Vaynerchuk like repost of you know how you've got to be obsessed with your business constantly and you know it's all about that it's got to be all that all the time like I can't it's not sustainable and it's no yeah it's the glorifying the hustle glorifying that the grind train and I just yeah yeah. I think you're getting to the point where that can't be that's not that's not okay anymore I mean what's the point I like you could be doing all of that and then have your business not turn out the way you want it to. And then you look back and go, wow, <laughs> I've totally depleted well, my, my resources. My, my livelihood is not, you know, like everything's kind of gone to shit and 
you know, at least I, I tried really hard and then lost all my friends and family and like my health and all that fun stuff. Like, well, know. that's the thing, right? And it's like, I heard someone say, I can't remember where it was and I wish I could, but I read, I might've heard it or I read it or something, but everyone thinks that the, the biggest, you know, setting up a, a company, it's, well, it's money and, you know, you need time and, you know, you've just got to be able to get your, your funding and it's all about venture capital and this, this, and on and on it goes. And actually the, the, what I heard was that the, what's actually going to cost you the most in building a company is you like yourself. And what we actually need to do is ensure that we're able to be in this for the long haul because yeah. building a company and a business, it's not an overnight thing. As you and I no. can both attest. Yeah. But, but it's, um, you know, you want to be here for the long haul and you need to make sure you can do that. And if you burn out or you hit a wall and you can't get back up again, you're actually no, you're no good to anybody. You know, you might not even get it off the ground. Like you said just before, it might not be what you want it to be. Um, and it might end up looking like something completely different because you haven't been able to invest what you needed to of yourself to get it to the point you want it to. So Yeah. And um, when you're stressed. Yeah. When you're stretched so thin, are you really making the best decisions? Like you're, you know, you do need to kind of regroup and, and, and like, you know, even what they say about like creativity and things like that. Like if you're just kind of powering through, like you're not taking a step back and giving, you're giving yourself a bit of a, a breather. You you might be missing like an opportunity to, to come up with like a, an aha moment because you're just kind of, you're keeping on, on that one train of thought. Um, and just pushing too hard. And it's funny, I was talking to to Phil earlier today about, you know, the, the my very first job out of uni, I I was working at um, a toy company, like a kid's toy company. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, it was an entry level job. They had me working crazy hours. Like I was working like 16, 17 hour days sometimes to meet deadlines to do these trade shows. They're all over the place. Like we're we're based in Toronto, but they had like the trade shows in New York or in Hong Kong or whatever. So the, like for oh, weeks yeah. on it, preparing all these things and you're working kind of weird hours to make sure you're, you're dealing with factories to get like products made and all. Anyway, I was working so much and it was for nine months. Like I didn't see the light of day. Like I, you'd, you'd go into work in the dark and you'd leave in the dark and didn't see my friends. My family was like, well, what's happened to you? And I, I went on a vacation. Like it was our friend was just like, we're going to Florida. Like, let's go. So I, I managed to get this a week off and then I came back and promptly handed in my, my resignation letter. I was like, I've seen the, <laughs> like, I've seen the outside and I, I was just in such a tunnel <laughs> and you just don't know what's happening to you. I think sometimes until you take a break and not to say that like, Oh, once we take a break from our business, we're going to be like, forget this shit and then <laughs> let's move on. But more so that like, keep checking in that like this is what I want to be doing and this is the right direction and this still feels good and then yeah that you're you're in good shape to kind of keep up with this marathon because it is it's a long haul and you know if you you start limping along the way like if you don't stop and take a bit of a rest you're not you're not going to make it so um, oh for sure and it's one of those things where it's it's very easy to pour yourself into it, like mentally and physically, every everything you have, emotion and everything goes into it. Um, because yeah. it's it there's an adrenaline rush at the start. You've had this great idea or this great concept or it's this new thing you're working on, a new project. And like, you know, I mean that's normal for anyone. It's you know, it's exciting. And if it's something you genuine genuinely want to be doing and want to be a part of, of course you're excited. So it's very easy to do that. But 
what quickly happens, at least in my experience and where I'm at now, is it becomes you don't fall out of love with your brand or your business, but you run the risk of doing that, I think, simply because it's you can't maintain that level of um, investment, I guess, from from yourself because it's, um, you know, I think it seems to be all or nothing. You're either all in, you're obsessed 24-7, you work on it every waking minute or you don't do it at all. That's the mentality and the approach that's been put out there and it's yeah. you, that's, that's not how it is. You can still love what you do and give it, you know, as much as you can while being there for your family, your friends and yourself. You know, you can still do that. It's just it, you have it to goes against the- yeah, yeah, you've got to make the time and it goes against the grain of what's expected. And, you know, like I was talking about this with a couple of friends of mine um, recently who were in the same startup space. God, it's so wanky. I hate saying that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the, the same space. And, Look um, at me, Silicon Valley, here I come. Yeah, well, they're all like, you know, oh, no, you know, I got home and I worked on this until 2 a.m. and I, you know, got up in the morning and then I got to work at 7 so I could be home to work on this in the evening and give it as much time as I could. And I'm like, did you see your kid yesterday? Like, did you did you get <laughs> to do that at all? Like, you know, when did you hang out with your son? You know, yeah. and it's just, it's it's a lot easier when you're younger. I mean, I've had jobs where you know, it, I'd, like you just said before, I'd go to work when it was dark. I'd come home when it was dark. And yeah, there's a period yeah. of time where that's really fun. And you're happy to put in the time and do that when you're young because, I mean, yeah. what else have you got to do? I'm either at home watching Netflix or I'm, you know, um, I'm at work or I'm out for drinks with friends. Like there's a lot less to um, to fit in. But as you get a little bit older and, you know, I have um, – which I talked about in the last podcast we did. I have an 11 year old. I have, um, my sister has twins that are under two. So I like to see them and help out as much as I can. My parents are getting older. So I like to spend time with them. I also run a business at the moment, which is, you know, a sign of kind of, I don't know, a lack of sleep and sheer stupidity that I run a business and I'm starting another one in another country, mind you. So I'm not even living in the country. I'm starting a business in. I'm trying to do it remotely. So my co-founder is literally on the other side of the world. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of balls in the air. And, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, for me to be able to, you know, I was talking to these friends of mine and they're both men which might have something to do with it because the approach is fairly different um in my experience and I know it's stereotyping but facts are facts and conversations are conversations and um you know I think it's a when you're when you have someone who is able to look after your children and you can do what my friend did and go to work at seven in the morning and yeah. work on your like startup a- till 2 a.m yeah. that's great <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, but I was telling them this and they were like, oh, no, no, like you've got to keep pushing. You've got to keep moving ahead. And it's like I am pushing. I'm just pushing at a different speed to you. It's not slower progress isn't no progress. It's just, you know, I'm trying to balance everything. But it's what's happened at the moment is I'm at a point, I mean, you know this from the conversations we've had, like I've had to, I'm at a point now where I have to reassess um and say you know okay I need to find some ways to um you know I mean a better manage my time and figure out how I divide myself between so many different things but also figure out where I fit into everything and making sure that Uh I'm getting what I need and you know we've talked about it from your standpoint too 
because you know yeah. Ro is at an age where you know it's not easy like there's a lot you've got to do as a mama you know I'm here I've got I've got this, this like very small window of time where it's like all me and him and you know it's not um I don't want to take it for granted and be like oh well look at this time I have off to do this other thing like I know both things are important but I, I yeah it's a matter of kind of trying to yeah trying to make sure that um it's uh, yeah even from the first episode of this this podcast it was like the only way I'm gonna be showing up for him in the right kind of way is like if I am making like checking in with myself and making sure that I am like doing things to like maintain some energy level and like sanity level so um the business part is really like exciting for me and it's invigorating and like it's this it's this great rush of like yes this is so cool and like I can see this turning into something that you know is it's it's change it's life-changing like it'll change our lifestyle and you know, it's a, it's an idea that we've had for a while and all this kind of stuff, but it's, yeah, it, that's the kind of up. And then there's the staying up late at night thinking about it. And then I'm even more tired the next day because he'll have a bad night and wake up a bunch. And yeah, so it's definitely something that as uh, an entrepreneur or somebody who's, yeah, working, working at uh, building something or their passion projects kind of taking a turn into, into a business now, like how do you make sure that that thing that you're pouring yourself into doesn't take over and sort of run you off the rails health wise and, and all that kind of stuff. So you sent over this link to an article, which is funny because I just was reading about this company that the, the article is in girl boss and it's uh, called how to practice self-care as an entrepreneur because the burnout is real. Mm-hmm. So yes, be aware of the burnout. Um, but it's by um, Alicia Ramos. And she started up a company called Girls Night In. And I was telling Phil about yes. because it's very relevant to what him and I are doing. So it's, um, you know, it's a, com- it's a company surrounding um, self-care, downtime and friendship. So, you know, living in this busy, crazy, connected social media digital kind of world like it's a lot about real life connections and taking a bit of a break and chilling out and so in the article she's talking about well guess what like I'm not walking the walk like I started this company and I'm just running myself ragged trying to kind of turn it into this bigger self-sustaining she she started working full-time on it and then her friend noticed like you kind of look like shit like (laughs) you're exhausted and like yeah a company about self-care and you know, you can't, you can't possibly be a very good billboard for your business right now. So um, the tips in her article are actually really, um, I mean, some of them seem obvious, but like, there's a few in here that I was like, "Uh, actually, yeah, I could probably, I could probably use a bit more of that in my day. Um, I like the last one, take a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which might not be happening. Yeah, yeah we were talking about that the yeah. other day. Wait, wait, yeah, like, somewhere warm. Just book me anything. Like I will go where anywhere warm. It doesn't have to be interesting. Just get me out of this. There was like a hailstorm today. It's so awful. But um, so do you want to go through maybe these and then see if there's something that you? Yeah. Well, we'll have a talk about what's like achievable and what we think is something we can actually incorporate because I know like that's the big thing it's like hey we'll do this and then you know two days later it's like well we failed that. This so, is the story of this um, podcast has turned into like I, it's funny because at the beginning I thought it was going to be a lot more like you should see my list 
<laughs> like 52 weeks of self-care. I was like, and then I'm going to go to the IV drip clinic where like I get like, um, uh, the, what, <laughs> like just get like the whatever they, they give you after like you have a hangover, you go in and you go to this clinic and they yeah you like a nice a nice rejuvenating drip or like an oxygen bar or like a salt cave and like my the episodes are all going like how do you maintain like a mental a mental fitness of like how do you how do you like stop beating yourself up yeah how do I not lose my mind on a daily basis forget getting out of the house and going somewhere how do I just keep the shit together yeah <laughs> yeah so none of this fancy schmancy spa stuff it's just like what can I do at home that like makes things a little bit better but um the first one is create a daily me time routine and when I read routine I'm like oh great here we go here's another thing that I'm not going to remember to do um but step one is no screens allowed when she wakes up first thing in the morning and I feel like that's you know probably a good thing to start doing because your phone is on your bedside table and you pick it up and you go what happened on the internet and it's like who gives a shit why why is that the first thing I need to know? I actually started doing this. And? How so did- I leave my phone downstairs now mm. um, because I I can't trust myself because um, the issue I have is, like I said, um, half my life is on the other side of the world. So when I wake up, all this stuff has happened oh, yeah, like, on the other side of the world. So I, you know, I'm like, okay, what's everyone said? What's been going on? What have I missed? And it's... um. I literally like would roll it, like wouldn't even roll over. I would have my eyes closed and just reach out and pick up my phone. And before I even opened my eyes, I had logged in my password, like typed in my password on my phone, opened it. And then I would open my eyes and look at it and work out what I needed to do. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't, um, this isn't okay. Um, and I took a step a few months ago of actually turning off notifications for my work email for the business that I currently run. Um, and so it's um, – I actually have to log in to get – or not log in but open the app to get the email because what was happening is at 11.30 at night I'd be sitting on the couch, you know, finishing off watching an episode of Billions or something on um, TV and then um, I'd get an email from someone and I'd say, okay, well, I need to respond to this because it's a customer. And so at 11.30 at night I'd be sitting there yeah. responding and people are like, wow, that was really quick. Thanks for getting back to me. And then they'd write again and I was like, oh, man, okay, so I'd write back again. And yeah. so, you know, four emails later it's quarter past one and it's like, okay, I should probably go to bed. Uh-huh. Um, so it was the morning and the night I was just – because I've always got my phone with me, right, um, and that was habit as well. And I still do. Like my mum jokes and says, you know, I'm with it more than I am my own child, which is probably true to be fair because at least she goes to school. But um, – yeah, like I decided that, okay, when, I, when I'm downstairs, I leave my phone. Like I'll actually plug it in um, <clears throat> in the kitchen while I'm watching TV or something in the evenings or knitting or whatever I'm doing. And then when I go upstairs to bed, I just leave it there. Um, so in the morning, I actually have to go down and get it. And it's also a bit of a motivator to get yeah. up as well because I'm not a morning person at all. But as if I know my phone is downstairs and there's something I want to look at, I'll actually That's have to That's good. Um, as a sidebar? Yeah, so that's easier. That's one of the simpler ones to do. Um, it's it's hard to break though because we're all so addicted and attached to our phones and everything they stand for and, you know, social media and 
that whole rabbit hole you could talk about. Well, we did. I did that. Podcast. I did that in the bedtime routine thing. Like I was part of the. Like I had to turn my phone off when I was going to bed, and like as you know, because being in Australia and like the time zones work so that you're like, okay, wait a minute, what time is it? Go to bed, and I've obviously not put my phone on on silent or like turned off my notifications that night because I'll, I'll end up like if I've messaged you and you're like hey wait it must be 11 p.m what are you doing I'm not supposed to be on my phone but it happens um I yeah. still need to find- well that's a good one and you should try that one could you do that, is that I think it is um I really like what she put as what she does instead of of um of doing the phone routine sort of thing is that she goes and grinds some coffee beans and makes herself a cup of coffee and then jots down kind of ideas that are coming into her head so like kind of a journaling thing I attempted a journaling um like the five minute gratitude journal thing at one point two years ago and then kind of kept it up for about two months and then I was like okay I can't do this anymore um I have to try picking that up again this year though because I think it was good it was just again kind of became like too much of a an extra thing although it was five minutes so it can't be really that good I don't know whatever I fell off the rails on that one but um, yeah, I like the idea of replacing <laughs> the phone. I'm just not sure. Do I put the? How do I put the phone downstairs? What if it? What if someone needs to get hold of me in the middle of the night? I don't know who would. I'm I'm just kind of going through all of my objections to that. Um, I don't need an alarm because I have a baby. Thing. I think you've got to. Yeah. Well, I think you've got to like. I don't know. It's one of those things where, because I did exactly the same thing. I'm like, well, what if my dad falls down the stairs at 3 a.m.? And I'm like, okay, the likelihood of that happening is um, is is not great. It's a possibility. Okay, sure. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things where at the end of the day I was like, okay, I just need to, I'll see how it goes. I'll do it for a week. And if I'm really not comfortable with it, and because, I mean, it is hard. And it's that whole, like, um you know, there's a bit of the FOMO side of things as well as like the, well, what if there's an emergency mm-hmm. kind of thing? But um, it, it got easier for me. Um, and the bottom line is like I really don't know if there's anyone who would need me that badly at that time if there's anything I could do. So whatever it is, it would be okay waiting until morning. Yeah. But that's just me. Um, you know, and, I mean, there's other ways to get hold of me. You know, I mean, there's um, – I have like a home phone if worst okay. case, you know, if something really serious happens and very few people have that number. So if that rings and my, it's my mom or something, but yeah, okay, yeah. there's a problem. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It was, it was very difficult in the beginning simply because I'm so used to having it yeah. right next to me. Um, and, you know, just mindlessly checking yeah. it. That was the big thing. It just became this mindless time suck. I was like, what are you doing? And it's like, absolutely nothing. Nothing happens within like, that's the thing. It's like, what, if you put it down and then you kind of pick it up and you don't even realize you're picking it up, like you're just sort of revisiting all the stuff that didn't happen <laughs> earlier. You're like, oh yeah, this is still not that interesting, but I'm on here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But I liked what she said about her morning routine too, because I mean, that's what I've started doing. I now get up at... Um, I was doing 5 a.m. for a little while, and I'm like, this is insane. Like, I'm not, you don't I know. Know. I know. Well, so it was like two weeks, and I was, <laughs> oh, 
I was the grumpiest I have ever been. And, like, people were like, whatever you're doing, stop. Like, this is not, like, you're not a you're not. I listened to talk about, so about tended- sleeps, people needing, like, and are on different rhythms. And some people just really are not warning people. And we shouldn't be forcing this on ourselves. Like, I forget the name of the woman who did the talk, but it was really good. And it was, like, advocating to, like, have school start later and work start later because there's, like, eight people. and like the a people were all about getting up super early like you know before the sunrise and they were fine but some people aka me and you um just can't and it's not you're not it's not our fault okay so (laughs) that's what i'm gonna stick to well what was really weird last time i was in toronto when was i in toronto like october november i came home in november didn't i from visiting so since i've been back from that trip God, it feels like so much longer. Anyway, um, I haven't been able to sleep properly. And by that, like I can normally sleep. I sleep like the dead, okay? Like seriously, bombs could go off. I mean, it wouldn't matter if I had my phone next to me in the middle of the night because I'm not hearing it. Like there's no way um, anyone's waking me up. And I, I sleep really heavily. And um, so when I um, got back from Toronto, I was waking up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. and I was like this is awful and it went on because it wasn't just jet lag I'm like I'll get over it in a couple of weeks this was like a month later a month and a half later I was waking up at 5 a.m. and that's when I tried my whole well maybe you know if I'm waking up at this time I may as well just get up exactly I wasn't happy about it but I was like I'll give it a go and yeah I was just so grumpy so I'm like yeah this isn't working but um I've changed it to six so I get up at six now and it's before anyone in my house (laughs) Well, it is early, but it's before anyone is up. I go downstairs. I tell Google, my Google Home, to tell me the news for the day. So she tells me what's going on. And I make my, uh, um, like, my little weight loss shake thing. And I'll have that in the morning. And I'll just sit there and, you know, the cat will be there as well. And because the weather's so nice at the moment, because it's summer here, um, I'll sometimes sit outside with the cat and whatnot. And it's, it's very peaceful. It's- yeah. It is nice. Well, is the sunshine, sunshine. or sitting? Yeah, it might be the yeah. sunshine for you. I could just, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> but I'll, I want that. Yeah, so it's just some time to gradually. Um, and the other thing is, it doesn't matter what time I wake up. If I'm a very, I'm very slow to wake up. Like if I wake up at eight thirty, I'm not really gonna get going till about ten. Like that's when I sort of hit my stride, and you can have a conversation with me where I'll actually be you know, aware and productive and can contribute to what we're both talking about. Um, So I find that if I give myself that little head start, by the time I do have to begin my day, which is, you know, getting my daughter up, who's now sleeping later because she's approaching teenage years, which is great. Um, So, yeah, well, she's not a morning person either, which is amazing. I love it. Um, But, yeah, so it gives me that time to kind of ease into my day and I can be grumpy with no one else around and it's just kind of me and I don't – yeah, and the cat, who I can be grumpy at, so that works really well. But Well, um, well, she's a cat. She's always grumpy. (laughs) I can see that being a good thing Um, right now when um, Ro gets up uh, Phil is on morning duty, so he'll get up with Ro and then kind of hang out with him until he needs to eat. Because like I'll usually have fed him at like four in the morning or something, and then and then yeah. he'll get up around seven. And so then Phil gets up with him, and then I get to have like a luxurious hour of sleep all to myself without having to be like kind of listening in the back of my mind with the <laughs> waiting for the baby to cry. So that's my morning. But to be fair, I should be 
once once the baby's sleeping a bit better, I think getting up before he gets up would be um, probably the best approach to getting a good start to the day because at least there is a like a bit of a quiet time. I like the idea of grinding the coffee beans and going and having the cup of coffee and like kind of writing down stuff that I'll probably forget once I get stuck into my day. So I thought that was really good. But I could probably put my phone. Yeah, no, I like that idea. I can attest for like the alone time in the morning being like a a benefit. The the issue is to like not wander and do, you know, like she said, take it to kind of reflect and, you know, it might be related to work or anything like that. Um, but take that time to do it um, from a more manual standpoint as opposed to I'll get my phone out and I'll start logging things because that's where you start to wander and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm right back. I did I that when, when, I, when I was working before going on mat leave, I, um, I had my work phone or my work emails were going to my, like, my personal phone because I used to have, like, I have two separate phones, but then I, I put my Outlook for work on my actual phone so it was always beside my bed and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my team sits in London in the UK so I'd be like oh crap I should answer this and like <laughs> I'd be answering I'd wake up for whatever reason to go pee in the middle of the night and be like oh somebody sent me an email and I don't want to deal with this tomorrow morning so why don't I just answer now so I can totally relate to you being like oh yeah and I'm going to answer all my clients and like it's just no you're never going to get ahead it's like not something that you can like complete and then you're like I'm done I never have to answer a work email again no they're always going to keep coming so if you don't create that buffer and the space to like not be working then you're never gonna get a time off oh yeah for sure and that's what amazes me it's like you know, the stuff people can get done in an hour. It's like, why are you not this productive when we're actually at work? It's like 9.30 at night. Do your work during the day, Ryan. <laughs> like, why are you doing it? Totally. Okay, we've got a bunch of things to go through. So let's let's just read off this list because I think it's pretty good. And it'll it'll you can tell me if you do these already. So we did this actually on our first episode together. Check your thoughts and then forgive them. So giving yourself some a break basically why didn't I get everything done on my to-do list today what's wrong with me and then it's going okay like give yourself a break you can't do everything in one day so I think we've already acknowledged that as a as a person who has high expectations of themselves um that you know sometimes just like back off you've tried your best self-love and all that fun stuff right compass self-compassion so that was one thing that we're already trying to do. We have. I think it's also yeah. doubly important, though, when it comes to your business, like when, or, well, not your business, but when you're looking at it from a standpoint of an entrepreneur, because that's a very different way to be hard on yourself as well. Like, you know, yeah, there's, true. so I think, and that can have not a greater effect, but a different impact because that starts to impact the, um, you know, your business and your brand, not just your personal life. And that's, you know, got a whole sort of ripple effect with the people you work with and you have to, um, you know, cause you have an impact on them as well as yourself. Yeah. So it's, that's really important, I think. And it's, it's much easier to do. I, I think it's actually easier in one sense with your business though, because you've got often, I mean, some, a lot of people are solopreneurs and I tell you, I tip my hat to you people if you're a solopreneur, cause I don't know how uh -huh. you do it. But um, when you have a co-founder or something, it's often a lot easier to um, bounce that off them and be like, look, this is where I'm at. And someone to kind of talk you off that ledge. Um, yeah. And well, sure. in, 
in theory, right? So um, <laughs> that's yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely important and impacts in a different way to what it does than you know assessing your personal life and being man. You know, this is it. Yeah, it's two different angles. Yeah, no, but I agree. I think like, you know, giving yourself some leeway to be learning because like, obviously as an entrepreneur, if you're starting small and you don't have people that are experts in all the fields and you're not an expert in everything, like you're learning and you have to give yourself a break. If you ever want to get better and give yourself a chance to grow, you have to kind of go, oh, I didn't know that today, but tomorrow, now that I've seen this kind of play out this way, like I can do better. And um, for sure. Because, I mean, you're an expert in, like, one thing, right? Like, you start a business typically because it's an interest or a passion you have because there's one particular thing you're interested in. You know, I'm not a – I don't know anything about, you know, the legality of setting up a company. I don't know anything about accounting. I don't – you know, all this kind of stuff you have to teach yourself. So you Mm -hmm. will make mistakes and you will get things wrong and you will not know what to do. And you have to be okay with that and understand that it is a process. And you will learn and you will understand, but no one knows everything in the beginning. Nobody. Yeah, totally. Next is say no more often and then say it some more. So I'm reading this as um, I'm getting a bit better at saying no because I just can't do all the things that I used to be able to do. Like also, yeah, sure, I can set up a meeting. And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. My child needs to be napping. And like, so there's other reasons why I can't do the things that I want to do or used to do. But um, I'm looking at it now because I've requested some catch ups with people and, you know, like, hey, can I pick your brain? And this thing says, like, stop saying yes. 90% of the time say no, because it's just going to take you away from your focus. So I don't know, are you are you good at saying no to people? Because I feel like you're pretty helpful. So you probably don't say no enough, do you? No, I'm terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, it's kind of like, um, it, it's distracting as well. Because it's like, but I want it to You could have said no to this podcast. (laughs) I know, but then I would have had to deal with something that I necessarily don't want to deal with or I'm not, you know, like it's, if it kind of, it, I don't know, I'm a bit of a procrastinator sometimes. If I don't want to do it, like if I'm motivated and I mean, awesome, but I think most people like that. But it's also, um, it's hard when you have... When you're an entrepreneur, I think there's a, there's a kind of person that is an entrepreneur and it's someone who's always coming up with ideas and I'll talk to a different, I'll talk to eight different or 10 different people about their businesses and I'll walk away going, man, they should do this. I wonder if they've thought of that or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You can't yeah. switch it off and you're just constantly thinking of ways you can help and like, I mean, you know, you and I'll call for a catch up and you'll tell me what you're doing. And I'm like, hey, you should, could look at this. And have you thought of that? And we end up talking about, you know, and she's like, well, how's everything going with you? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so Let's talk more about what you should be doing. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So it's, it's hard, I think. But I mean, she's absolutely right in what she says. You do need to, if it takes away from your goal and from your business, um, you've ultimately got to ask yourself, is that the right thing to be doing? Can I afford that space and time when I'm already trying to juggle my business, this, this, my family, you know, everything else. And it's, um, I mean, I think it's within reason though, right? I mean, I, I have a hard time saying no to the things that I believe in or friends that I care about and want to help and and that kind of thing. Like if someone off the street would just ask me something, it's like, well, you know, that's a little easier to assess. But when it's someone who you feel you could really help or, 
who, you know, you genuinely want to help. That's a lot harder. So yeah, I probably need to get better than that, better at that. Yeah. Well, don't say no to me because you're super helpful and I need you. So yeah. Oh, I haven't yet. So you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're on pretty good footing at this point. (laughs) Um, I like this one that she said, um, I don't think we're gonna have time to go through all of them because I'm, I'm not thinking that I'm going to put up a three hour podcast, but um, the, there's a couple that I really wanted to just point out here before we wrap up is mm. the focus on one area or task per day, which I thought that's great because, you know, if you're trying to accomplish different topic, sort of like dealing with different subject matter in a day, like you've kind of got to switch as the old cliche goes, like switch your hat, you know, like how many hats can you wear in a day? But if you're doing like all your hiring on a Tuesday, that might be more efficient than like trying to have an interview with like six different people, you know, every day of the week and then taking a break on Sunday. So I liked that concept of just like, okay, today we're dealing with content creation and today's like all about, you know, writing or doing whatever you need for, for your business from a content perspective. Tuesday is something else and that kind of thing. I don't know if that's something you've already been implementing, but I haven't. So I might try that. Yeah, I try. It's um, like there's, because I'm managing two businesses, one is obviously operational and demands more of my time. So I'm trying to squeeze the, the startup in around that. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, with, um, the brand we're starting, I've had to look at my week and say, okay, well, I know I can work on that on Friday and it's not so much getting a task done. Um, we're actually working with some, with our advisors at the moment to break things down to a point where it will literally be a task at a time, like a, like a a component of a task. Yeah. To be able to move things through more quickly, through move things more quickly. But it's, um, yeah, I've, I've gotten so far as to say, okay, these are the days I will work on X and that's sort of as much as I've done. But I think I need to do more of what she's talking about. It's like, okay, if you're going to work on this, you know, your startup company, great. What are you going to work on today? Like you've delegated <laughs> Thursday evening. What are you going to get done? Because it yeah. tends to be just this furious, like, work on six different things and none of them get done. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't actually do anything properly if you're going to be trying to touch on, like I've opened up six windows, like I'm researching this in one, I'm, I'm answering an email over here. And yeah. Oh, just as I talk to you, I have 45 windows open in Google Chrome yeah. as I'm sitting here looking at my laptop talking to you. <laughs> 45. It's not normal. No, 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 no. That's too many. <laughs> um, okay. So next is shower and get dressed in the morning, which like that's real talk because when you are working from home or when you are taking care of a baby or, you know, you're doing a lot of things from home base, like it is so easy not to put clothes on like that are other than your pajamas. Like I, I regularly go outside in my clothes, like my pajamas and um, having a shower and resetting, like I, it's it's weird that that's a form of self care, but it it can be if you're if you're sort of not doing the traditional nine to five where you know your coworkers would shame you into showering and changing. Whereas I don't have that problem here. <laughs> I don't know if it shame you as much as expecting, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, here yeah. she comes again, good old pajamas with messy bedhead, and yeah, no, it's not. Nobody cares that I've looked at this, like this at home, so. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I am, um, with my business now, I have staff that work that, like, run it during the day. And so I don't necessarily have to be there. Um, well, I do at the moment because they're new staff, but historically speaking, I haven't had to be there from the minute, you know, 
things get going to when we all leave. So I would like some days I'd be like, oh, you guys can handle it today. And they'd be like, no worries. And I'd look at the clock and be like, oh, it's three o'clock. I need to go get my daughter from school. And I'd be wearing what I wore when I woke up. And I'm like, no, no, you cannot continue doing this. This is just embarrassing. Like the mailman would come and I'd be in my dressing gown at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, wow, did you just wake up? I'm like, nope, thanks for the package. See you later. Like, it was just- <laughs> See, there's definitely room in life now. I think people are working from home more often. And even like if you have a traditional job and they're allowing like the sort of work remotely kind of thing that's becoming more and more common, there needs to be like, I saw it on um, Shop Bando. The, um, the- yeah, yeah. Jen Gotts' so, brand, yeah. Yeah. Um, she like their brand that's it's an awesome brand it's about self-care and self-love and like all this really great talk about mental health and all that kind of thing and they um just put up a product that was like a big blanket that said nap leisure on it and I was like that's the next that's the next thing nap leisure like screw athleisure I'm not an athlete like why am I wearing these (laughs) my nikes everywhere I should be wearing nap wear everywhere like really nice pajamas like classy uh robes and like you know so when you're answering the door at three in the afternoon you do not look like you just woke up you look like you're like lounging in some seriously good looking comfy like respectable work from home but like you're not putting on a suit because you're at home so like I think that's a really great opportunity here to just wear like like elevated pajamas is that a well, I'm sure my mailman would appreciate that more, far more than my flamingo, <laughs> my fluffy flamingo like nightgown that I had on when I went down with, you know, bright, bright pink and magenta flamingos all over it. Like, hey, how's it going? My hair up in a top knot. Like, yeah, this is all good. This is me. Yeah. Um, well. well, I knew it was a problem when I answered the door once and he's like, oh, we got dressed today. I was like, damn, okay. Like, <laughs> this is a problem. Like, I know. Mailman. It's from the mailman. Damn. But that's anyway. ridiculous yeah okay well that's a reason <coughs> on there we've already discussed how yes please um create a break activity let's do that <coughs> um, what's your break activity going to be though what do they mean by break activity um i think she means that um you're adding something to your day where you're um taking a step back if you're working from home like you're taking a step back in your home to not be working so like maybe you're putting on some music like dancing around or it's just something to kind of snap you out of it so I don't know like midday well, I've started riding to school to pick my daughter up like riding on my bike and that's like just that's, over a kilometer each way outside. there was another one for like get some vitamin d so that's perfect yeah okay so that's two birds with one stone oh I'm doing it already I'm so good at this awesome so <laughs> So what are you going to be doing that you aren't already doing? Like, what have you, what have you? I guess what I could do. Okay. So I signed up to a subscription for online, like bar classes, because I'm not a huge exercise fan. Like I don't, the gym and things do not do it for me at all. I used to do roller derby and things. That's more my speed. Um, But um, well, I'm old now, so I can't do roller derby anymore. I'm broken. So um, things like bar, which is more just movement and body awareness and things is, um, yeah, I got very interested in it. And I was great. I did classes for three weeks and then I stopped. Um, yeah. And I'm still paying for my subscription two months down the road. Uh, and Misfit Studio, they do that online access. Um, Misfits is this amazing 
movement body sort of awareness type uh, program where it's like Pilates yoga and meditation and it's run by these really cool girls so you kind of want to be like them when you grow up or (laughs) as a grown-up you're like (laughs) if you grow now you're getting younger (laughs) keeps you young but anyway so they're super cool and I just found out I could get video access and there was an option to buy a year or a month and I bought the month even though of course it's more money because I am so you I would have bought the year and I would have been like I'm all about this and then I would have stopped doing it so now it's like I have the access for the month so I have to use it and then when it's when it expires then I'll have to kind of reassess if I'm actually doing what I thought I would do but yeah having the access from home to be able to just do some stretch and some movement you know 15 minutes here they have 15 30 and 45 minute videos and it's like it's just right but that is a good break activity that's a very good idea to kind of all right well let's aim to do that one then let's aim if you're going to do that then I'll aim to do my bar ones and then we can like check in and see how we both did Okay, that sounds perfect. Well, it's Rose bedtime, and because of the app dropping, I'm going to have some editing to do, and it's Sunday, so I have to put this. <laughs> so I've got a few things ahead of me, and um, yeah, you're going to be outside enjoying sunshine, and I'm going to be here hoping the hail doesn't, and the wind doesn't knock out our power tonight. So, oh, yeah. man. Wow. I know where I'd rather be. Uh, well you're moving here so sucka <laughs> yeah but not till like when is it I don't even know anymore the year's just blurring I'll get there when I get there at this point <clears throat> so what's our takeaway from all this basically so no matter how many things are on your like your entrepreneur do list like you should definitely be looking after yourself should definitely be one of them yeah That's, I think the takeaway I think so finding quiet moments give yourself some space, put on nicer pajamas in the daytime. If you're working from home, get a break activity. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning and give yourself maybe like a 20 minute, get up before everyone else or quiet. For Done. I'll have it sorted by the end of the week. Easy. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All okay. right. Um, I'll talk to you. And then, yeah, next topic, maybe we'll do it in a couple weeks. And I'm excited about that one. It's saucy. Yeah, for sure. I'll um, <laughs> plenty of material to talk about as we discussed. <laughs> awesome. We'll have a great day. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in and hope to have you back next week when we discuss a topic yet to be determined. Um, If you have any uh, comments or any suggestions for topics, um, in the meantime, you can send me a message on Instagram at Bren underscore my lake time. And I'd love to um, hear what you're thinking about in terms of self-care. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care of yourselves. Bye.